When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, of course, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How the hell are you, Tommy? (laughs) I'm doing very well. I had a very childish afternoon where I watched a movie uh, from 2001, then I got myself a damn root beer float, so I'm feeling good. And then you (laughs) held hands with another (laughs) (laughs) five-year-old. You got a root beer float, huh? That's an interesting uh, choice. Yeah, I've been having one every day, and uh, (laughs) it's kind of like... Kind of like a super size me thing, but no documentary. Just mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> see, where, see where it goes. It's the one moment of joy I have in my life every day. <laughs> no, honestly, I haven't had one in probably 15, 20 years. And Damn. we were, I was out on a walk and there's this little ice cream shop near the park. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give myself a damn root beer flow. And I didn't know it was great. That's great. I got to tell you, that's one of those treats that always sounds great to me and I never enjoy it. And I don't know why. I, I don't know what it is about the mixture of the two. I've, I love, you know, what I love is uh, like red cream soda with um, with ice cream in it. I think that that's uh, an underrated treat. Never had. I don't know why that works better for me, but maybe I'll try. I I might get suckered into this again. I'm, you're making it sound good. And now I want to <laughs> now I want to do it again. But uh I feel you. I want to. I want to bring Caitlin in, uh, our guest. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce her because I. I have a little uh, peeve, not with Caitlin, but uh, maybe <laughs> we'll come up with something. <laughs> uh, you guys know her. You love her. Caitlin Cook is here today. Hello, Caitlin. Hello. It's good to be here. It's so good to see you. So uh, I just on my way to the podcast, I grabbed I, right next to my gym is a McDonald's. Have I bitched about this on the podcast before? I'm not sure. But if not, if I have, it's just it's crazy that it keeps happening. But this is like the fifth time in a row this has happened. And I don't I need you guys to know I'm not mad about this. I'm not being a bitch. I just think it's funny because I don't know what to do. I like my coffee black. That's that's it. I like black iced coffee because i like to spend my calories on other stuff i like to you know have a glass of wine or something if i'm going to drink my calories i don't like to waste it in my coffee or my root beer floats so i get <laughs> <laughs> i like my root beer floats black, <laughs> black. <laughs> no added sugar please and full price believe me <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll um, so <laughs> i i go to the i go to the uh mcdonald's next to my gym a lot after after the gym and i like to i like to get a, a black iced coffee and i order it like this i'm not exaggerating it at all and i'm not rude I, i'm never trying to be rude i just want to get it across what i want and it's the only thing i order it's the one menu item on my receipt is iced coffee 
I go, hi, can I get a, a large iced coffee? Uh, black, no cream, no sugar, nothing, just just black. And they always go, so no cream or sugar? And I say, no, no, no. Uh, that would, uh, I would like it black. And then they go, so no flavor. Because I they have like flavor yeah, shots yeah, yeah. that they add to their coffee. And I go, nope, nope, just just coffee and ice. And that's it. And every time I go, I watch them take the order. They don't type any shit in. That's like nothing in this. And then every time they uh, call my number, it's just uh, that like tan liquid. And I see them doing it, but I can't be like, Hey, don't do that because it could be somebody else's order. Yeah. But I see them pumping the shit into it and then pouring the milk into it. And then they hand it to me and I'm like, no, that's not it. And they're like, they look at me like I'm insane. Cause I'm like, no, 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 just black. And then they go to do it wrong again. And I'm like, no, 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 nothing, nothing in it. Just and I don't know what to do. I don't know. I, I, have, I have a solution for you. Yes. Stop getting your coffee from McDonald's. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, you one percenter ass. Caitlin. Uh, their coffee is good for how cheap it is. And it's also convenient. And I get it. That's the obvious answer. But they can do it. Once they do it right, it's good. Like, yeah. And they always fix it. I mean, they're not like assholes about it. It's just like it's I feel guilty because I'm like, I don't want you to waste that coffee because it's they just put it. They just throw it away. I think or maybe they do it yeah. on purpose so they can keep it or something. But I can't imagine they're losing a lot of money on coffee over there. Definitely not. Definitely not. I yeah. Don't do. I don't know. Maybe. Um, yeah. Because it seems like a bit. you're a bit of an asshole if you're like, can you please write that in the order? It's That's the problem is that I'm writing this line because I don't want to be you know, I hate this term even anymore because I feel like it's hacky now, but I don't want to be like a Karen who's like, oh, yeah. please, uh, I, I see you're not writing it down. Um, Tom, will you look at what I just quote tweeted you with not oh. a minute before you said that phrase? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I did call him Tom to Karen. That's so funny. Amazing. That's so right funny before you like, brought it up. Right before I called it hack. Uh. <laughs> that's so funny because i i just tweeted about it because i am perplexed i was so worried that somebody would be like uh how dare you this is a one percenter complaint or something although i'm going to mcdonald's so whatever (laughs) uh anyway i yeah if you guys have suggestions that are not just don't go to mcdonald's all right here's what i would actually do i would say i would take i would give my order and then i'd be like also like i don't mean to be an asshole but like it feels like every time i come here y'all put cream and sugar in and i would say like smiling and laughing like yeah can you just like put it in the order i'm sorry and just be like i'm laughing. i'm the asshole sorry. laughing like the joker <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh please make my coffee black <laughs> uh all right well that's my miffed up uh start of the show uh i'm peeved yeah. Caitlin, how are you doing? What's pissing you off today? <laughs> oh, what is pissing me off today? Um, not a lot. Uh, just the heat really is making me a bit more uh, feisty. You know, a little, mm-hmm. more, little bit more sassy. Mm-hmm. Um, Listening no, to Ben Feist a lot. Yes, and Ben Feist. Can I quote a tweet from when Tim McLaughlin first moved to the city? Uh, if you can't handle the heat, get out of Hell's Kitchen. Ha. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> oh, that's a really bad tweet. <laughs> yeah, he's bad at comedy. Anyway, <laughs> check him out on the Patreon doing Family Guy impressions for $3 a month. Um, 
anyway, yeah, it's it's insane out there. It's muggy. It's gross. Yeah. I don't mean to be bringing up the weather on the podcast. That's just like all all I've done today is really like go to a cafe, skip a meeting because I didn't feel like going to it and then walk a dog in the heat. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I I hear you. I've like it's so hard to be productive when it's like this because you're just like walking Mm -hmm. through a swamp. It feels like and even even like getting to the gym is hard. Going to shows is so hard. You like just biking. I have to carry like three shirts with me. Yes. Yes. It's brutal. I convinced myself I got work done today because I had done. Oh, you're back. I freeze. I'm back. You froze for us, Sam. Anyway, it wasn't important. But uh, yeah, why is it saying the internet? I also appreciate the heat because um, I can just walk around and sweat out my hangover instead of having to exercise it Mm -hmm. out. For sure. All right, we're back. A little technical difficulty there. But uh, nonetheless, we have a great topic here today that I'm excited to uh, to get into. Uh, Caitlin, we asked you very last minute, and we were grateful that you came up with a great topic right off the bat. Uh, Josie it's, and the it's book. hard. To, yeah, it's hard to pick someone that you guys haven't done yet, plus someone that like I'm not gonna bring in that's universally liked or is like kind of not known. Yes. Um, and this is a movie that I feel like most people know, and is a badass soundtrack. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like so Tommy watched the movie today. Mm-hmm. I watched it like maybe a year ago or 10 months ago or something like that. Yeah. And I The last time I watched it was like maybe four months ago. I was drunk, but I, sure. I watched it recently. <laughs> That's why we brought you on, actually, Caitlin, is to talk to you about your drinking. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, we noticed you have a habit of getting drunk and watching films from the early 2000s. Yeah. It's yeah. Really and it's a, a real problem. problem. I know. I, I, I see it in myself and I'm really trying to work on it. Um, but I just need you guys to bear with me because I, you know, it's not just going to like solve itself overnight, you know? Sure. sure. Yeah. So we are going to do a 10 things I hate about you themed intervention. (laughs) 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 Oh, fun connection, by the way, when I was researching this is that the, so the, the woman who sings the actual songs, because Rachel is from letters to Cleo who performs uh, in 10 things I hate about you. Yeah. Yeah. And she has a great voice. Something I found out today. Yeah. I was thinking of a different connection here, which is uh, that one of the writers of the music for, and maybe the performers is uh, fountains of Wayne, which is also 10 things I hate about you. Yes. Adam Schlesinger wrote a yes. lot of these songs. He also That's was like, uh, he wrote a lot of, like every song in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend he produced or wrote. Um, he sadly passed away uh, right at the beginning of COVID. But he mm-hmm. he was amazing. Just an amazing yeah. songwriter. Yeah, Absolutely. that thing you do, one of my favorite songs yes. of all time. Yes. <laughs> he, it's a, yeah. like the most perfect pop song, and he wrote that Stacey's too. So I'm a huge mom. fan. Stacey's mom is a perfect mom, pop great song, one. and he wrote that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So right off the bat, you got a lot of a lot of good firepower in the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, just knowing all of that, I will say this: and reading the reviews for the movie, uh, and as and how I kind of felt about it as a kid, because I feel like this movie suffered from poor marketing a little yes. bit, where it seems like it's a kids' movie. And even I was reading that even Parker Posey thought it was like a children's movie and yeah. kind of didn't give a fuck about it while they were filming. And then it's so funny because she's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know, she's so good. I know. 
and I was reading that uh, she didn't she had trouble being a part of it because she didn't get it. And then uh, Alan um, Alan Cumming kind of made her, got her in the right headset because he played a, a minion and like uh, he was having so much fun being in it and he was really silly and that put her in the right headspace for it. Yeah, but she just kept being like, "Oh, it's a kids movie. It's going to be like kind of dumb." But it, and there are plot it's holes and stuff. Yeah, but it's not a kids movie. It's, it's like a criticism of capitalism. Yeah, and, it's uh, like a satire. Yeah, it's fully yeah. a satire. Yeah, it, and watching it as an adult, you're like, "Oh, this is 100 percent a satire." Like, yeah, there's Tommy. You just watched it. Did did it not feel like it's more? It's meant for adults. I thought it was fantastic. I don't know if I I must have seen it when I was really young, but I hadn't seen it since then. And it's like genuinely funny. It's really well written. Yeah. Alan Cumming is hysterical in it. Yeah. And Parker Posey, I was like, this is so good. And I I guess I must have thought it sucked. And I was when I was a kid or something, but I, I looked it up like Tom did the reviews. Tom, did you read the Roger Ebert review for this? I did not read the Roger Ebert. Oh my I wrote, god. I read some of it. So let's hear some highlights from this so Roger Ebert. I'll just read the first line, but this is like whenever I watch a, an older movie, I read what Ebert said because I used to love Ebert as a kid. Um this is Josie and the Pussycats. He gave it half a star. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the first line is, Josie and the Pussycats are not dumber than the Spice Girls, but they're as dumb as the Spice Girls, which is dumb enough. Wow. Shots fired to the Spice Girls as well. Why wrap them up into Why this? take them down? Well, I, I will also say, because we also watched Spice World not long ago. This movie is a billion times better than oh, Spice, Spice World, World is, I don't. Spice World, they were on drugs. <laughs> they, were, they were just ripping off the Beatles movie. Yeah. Uh, was it Hard Day's Night or whatever? Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's it has moments of being funny and stuff, but uh, it's not it doesn't like have that much of a sense of humor about itself the way that this does where. Yeah, this is fully. uh, Yeah, this is fully a satire. This reminds me of Idiocracy is like probably the closest movie to this. For sure. For sure. And I think as a kid, I was like, this isn't. I wanted because I loved Rachel Lee Cook as a kid. And yeah. I also think this movie kind of suffered a little maybe from miscasting. I agree. Maybe not. But uh, I, I don't know. Like, I think seeing Tara Reed and like, uh, I mean, nothing against Rachel Lee Cook because I don't think she did a bad job. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, she came from she had just done She's All That. They were yeah. like, she's going to be a powerhouse for this movie. And she same did. directors, too, by the way. Oh, really? All that. Yeah. So they must have wow. just been like, yeah. that was like their girl. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And it, it just seems like maybe they didn't fit the bill of like the cool kind of like making fun of it. It, feel, it felt like it was meant to be what it was making fun of almost, I guess. Yes. But, yeah. That's so, the thing yeah. is like, uh, I don't know if if she played it as like she could have done it, done a little more and it would have mm. driven the point home. Yeah, it was a little flat. Um, yeah, I uh, I just read uh, oh, what was it? I read an interesting thing that I I liked, which is that so none of the uh, brands because this movie, like I said, it's making fun of a lot of capitalism's capitalism. Yeah, right. it's making fun of capitalism, whatever, uh, and sellouts <laughs> and music and shit like that, yeah. and how the it was like making fun of like boy bands and stuff. Uh, yes that in the early two thousands were very corporate and stuff. And they've in every scene, there's a brand featured. Yes. But none of them paid for it. It's, it's all because it's making fun of it. So no corporations paid for any of that shit. Apparently that's funny. 
That's kind of like there was some story about idiocracy of Starbucks, like getting really upset and suing them or something. <laughs> no, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. But that was another thing. I don't think reviewers knew that because a lot of them were like, yeah. it's so hypocritical that like while we're staring at a Krispy Kreme box, they're making fun of the corporate world. And it's like, yeah. no, that is the joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the joke. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think if they knew that, maybe they would have gotten it more. Maybe we just got more used to seeing stuff like capitalism be made fun of or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But somehow it missed the mark for these people. But when you watch it now, it feels very heavy handed and funny because of how heavy handed it is. Yeah. And none of us picked up on it. Uh, I mean, certainly not me as an 11 year old. I was just like, man, I want it like this movie is so bad. It's good. I want to rock out and learn how to like fucking shred on guitar. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to go to Target. Yeah. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also like subliminal messaging was like such a big um, just like crisis at the time. Like uh, and it's just not real. What were some examples? Was that a real thing? Because I'm trying to remember in music if there were any actual subliminal messages that were attempted. It was like one of those things that do you remember like remember when Tipper Gore took a bunch of musicians like to court like the Supreme Court to like she's the reason why there's like a parental advisory sticker on some on CDs now. Um, But it was just like they they talked about subliminal messaging and like sexuality and music and it's just like no one fucking does that. It doesn't work. Also, (laughs) I mean, what was your Tipper Gore joke? Oh, it was about the term serious girlfriend. <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah. who am I dating? Tipper Gore. Was like, <laughs> that was old. Joke. <laughs> That's a great joke. Whenever I hear the name Tipper Gore, I think I remember you in a bit about oh, it. Oh, my God. Very funny. Yeah. Uh, I got a fun fact for you guys here. Uh, that That is interesting. I was just thinking of the Simpsons episode where they do subliminal messaging. Yeah, 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 yeah. I meant to look up which came first because it is a very similar plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it's so this was what 2000 this 2001 when was this uh yeah, 2001 was Josie and the Pussycats yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like the Simpsons episode came later so that came they came out at like the exact same time which oh, means that this must have been like a big topic that was yeah. it was it was a big topic it was like yeah. a moral panic at the time right because yeah. it was like yeah February 25th for the Simpsons episode 2001 and then the movie I think was like April 2001 so it's like neither one could have ripped off the other the way it how much right. time it takes to make things you know for sure this is hey if you're ever if you're ever sure that something's been ripped off just think about that like so often <laughs> it's just fucking parallel thinking very true. um and that's why when you see me do my new tipper gore joke it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's in the zeitgeist <laughs> yeah tipper gore is definitely part of the zeitgeist right now she's hot <laughs> oh man i had one just before i forgot because i it just came up on my screen i was looking at the imdb trivia for this movie and found the most insane fact which oh is oh my god first of all I I must just be an idiot. I don't know anything about Archie comics. I never read them. I didn't yeah. realize that Josie and the Pussycats was part of the Archie verse. Yeah, I didn't uh, know yeah, yeah. until we watched it the last time. But yeah, yeah, I had, I had no, no idea. idea. Yeah, and I, I, I knew that, but they didn't they didn't drive that home at all in, in this movie. There's mm. like a couple random jokes, but like uh, Riverdale most recently is like where people are like, oh yeah, I know Josie and the right. Pussycats from this terrible TV show. <laughs> Have you watched it? I never tried. I've watched it. There's a scene. Uh, there's a scene where one of the characters is like, I don't know what it's like because I had to drop out in the fourth grade to support my mom and sell drugs. <laughs> and, the, and then, 
And then the guy who plays Archie oh. is like, and you don't know what it's like to win at football. That's right. <laughs> so I bad. Totally, the dialogue is awful. I totally forgot. We watched like three episodes of that show and I completely so forgot. <laughs> and they break out into song randomly. Oh, no. just, none of it makes sense. Um, okay. Yeah. But this, so this time to be fact. Okay, in order to preserve the wholesome <laughs> image of Josie and the Pussycats, Archie Comics demanded that there be a scene where Josie and the Pussycats were seen brushing their teeth. Is what? that the that craziest is thing? There is a scene ever? where they brush their teeth that because of insane. the demand. Of and another fun fact 73 out of 76 people found that fact interesting. <laughs> <laughs> weird why do we have to vote on everything you you can put them in the skimpiest outfits you want but to be wholesome they need to be brushing their teeth dude this is right before that i found this funny (laughs) tara reed is such a dumbass oh man i have a clip to play later (laughs) okay this is uh the three girls uh rachel lee cook rosaria dawson and tara reed uh, had to go to a band, a quote band camp for two weeks to learn how to play instruments. Uh, their characters used in order to look correct on screen. Tara Reed found this funny because this one time at band camp was a running gag in her previous film, American Pie. Oh my that god, that sucks! Like, <laughs> I want to so be funny. sometimes. I'm like, I want to be like Tara Reed got a bad rap of just being like the dumb, sexy blonde of that era, but like. Also, she's very dumb. <laughs> Dude, you have to watch. There's this trailer for a movie with like a talking hamster or some shit that uh, it's insane. It's this line of Christian films that me and Antonia found when we were scrolling through uh, looking for something to watch like at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, and it's a line of these movies where it's like there's some form of a talking animal. It's causing problems in this house, and one person can hear it. It's like all the movies are the same, but Weird. Tara Reed is like a fairy in this movie, and like it's such dog shit. And you're like, God damn, how far she has fallen, and how bad yeah. the acting is in it. Wait, like, let me do this, do this now while we're on the topic because it won't sure. make sense to bring it up later. So there was, it was just the 20 year anniversary of this movie. Uh, so right. E, yeah, E did like a, a special where they had a Zoom interview with the three stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, <laughs> Rachel Lee Cook and Rosario Dawson are so normal and like professional in it. Mm-hmm. And Tara Reed, I don't know if she is drunk. I don't know if she's on drugs, but she is fully insane in this thing. <laughs> she is just like talking over everyone. Her answers make no sense. And there's like, I could play like every clip from this interview, but I just found one that I thought was really good. She's literally talking over anytime someone starts talking. She just starts talking also. But oh, my this- God. Oh, my God. A little thing and the, the soundtrack went certified gold so you get royalty checks no <laughs> nada that's how you should be rosario, rosario literally had to try so hard because she had no idea how to play the bass and rachel had no idea how to play the guitar and trust me i had no idea how to play the, the drums so in the beginning of our, our, our shoot, like before, we had to get lessons and whatever. And then I was talking to them, I can't do it. I can't separate my hands to my feet. I was awful. I'm like, I'm going to get, maybe they're going to not let me do the movie. These these girls started rocking it out. And I'm like, oh my God, they're so ahead of me. And I can't even, I can't even do my hands and my feet. And then we- Aaron, found- do you think if you picked up, a, if you picked up a set of drums today, could you still rock out? I can definitely, I know my hands and my feet now. Like, but you know what I do the best? Bongos. Like, I can be like, 
So that is some of Tara Reid. <laughs> she sounds so drunk. Sounds yes, right? Totally yeah. yeah. And the yeah, question I, was also, the record went gold, did you get any money from it? And yeah. their answer is Nonsense. That. <laughs> Nonsense. Wow. Just a fully different question. They probably yeah. asked her about that like 10 minutes before. And it just <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's insane. And God, we pray for you, Tara Reid. I can play bass. <laughs> And then right. she's like, they're like, could you play the drums now? And she's like, I'm better with my hands and feet. I'm really good at the bongos, which does not involve your feet. No. <laughs> um, Rosario is probably like the most famous person from mm-hmm. that movie. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But she was um, doing a string of like, she was also in um, Crossroads, right? Or was oh, that Zoe that Saldana? Right? I constantly mix them up. Yeah. I've, I never saw that. Is that, is that right? I believe yes, that movie. sounds right. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, before we start listening to some music, I found one uh, pretty crazy fact here, which is about how many it's a lot of people auditioned for this movie that didn't get it. And it's a it's insane who all who all auditioned well, for I this. I want to know. So uh, it says when Kaplan and Elephant were searching for their three main stars in 2000, they looked at some of the biggest names of the time and a few rising stars who have gone on to superstardom. Beyonce, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, and Aaliyah all auditioned to play Val. That's Val. Maggie Gyllenhaal, which is strange, I feel like, and Zoe Deschanel went out for Josie. Uh, they said the the director said uh, we fell in love with uh, Zoe because she came in with a little microphone, you know, the kind you used to plug into those old fashioned tape recorders and just made up a song. Mm-hmm. Elfont recalled, "We'd never seen her, we didn't know who she was, but we were like, she's amazing." Then the studio guy said, "We can't cast somebody no one has ever heard of." <laughs> wow. Damn. Yeah. So really, she got uh, in trouble for being a new girl, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> also, it's very funny to imagine her like demanding. I don't know if she would do this, but like demanding to be like, I'm gonna sing the lead vocals though, and like with her silly indie voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> these punk rock songs. <laughs> the wrong mm-hmm. bit, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, shall we hear some music? Because yeah. uh, you picked you picked some songs here. I made a little playlist of them. And uh, very fun playlist. Oh, wait, what is this? Oh, I got to text Antonia back real fast. (laughs) I'm I'm recording the podcast. How dare you interrupt my important work? Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, One sec. All right. Let's hear some music. Where is my playlist? Here it is. I had fun listening to this. I just listened to it on the elliptical, one way to listen to music, and uh, it was it was great. Um, yeah, it's a great soundtrack with a Bluetooth speaker at the gym time. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> and people seem to be into it. The whole uh, gym <laughs> broke out into dance. It was uh, it was pretty crazy. All right. So right off the bat, I feel like we got to play three small words because yeah. I think it's the it's the biggest banger of the playlist. Yeah, and, and it's the top. It's the first song on the album. Yes, and it's 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 the that thing you do. I think of <laughs> of this playlist of this uh, soundtrack. It's just killer. It feels a lot of these songs feel like they should have just gotten radio play if they yes. if, if they didn't, and like they could have. I could have imagine some of these songs being in other movies if, if like they could have just used this in mm-hmm. other teen movies of the time as well as this yes. one uh but three small words is a banger i'm gonna throw it on now 
Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. get the point that oh. that hook is incredible yeah i also love these lyrics of like i'm i'm a lyricist so i'm someone that like really latches onto this stuff yes. and these lyrics mean nothing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm a 10 ticket thrill ride <laughs> but the chorus is great the chorus is so good that i i want to argue that these lyrics are incredible <laughs> and i think 10 <laughs> ticket thrill ride fully me that means it's it's that's like as many tickets as you could give for yes. a ride i think so it sounds like she's uh she's quite a thrill ride. Yeah, uh, like uh, the verses are look at how fucking badass I am. Yeah. And then the chorus is you can't say I love you to me though. Right. Uh, <laughs> according to songfacts.com, uh, the three small words are I love you. What? Yes. But they're not mentioned in the song, which finds <laughs> Josie counting down the reasons her man is too little too late. Damn. Man. Uh, and yeah, this song. makes no sense. It took six whole hours and five long days. So they didn't say five. So he didn't say it for five days and six hours. That <laughs> That's when you like start to notice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Way really? too late. Um, well, you know, he's going to rest on that seventh day. So there's time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. This is sorry. This is a Christian song. Yeah. Yes. This is about a, a song about loving God who God won't say I love you back. So it's really upsetting. Uh, that song is so fucking good. And <laughs> so good. I, I think I wish a younger me had known about it. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, I feel like I would have put that on playlist. And stuff it's so good. It. The guitar is so good. The drums are so good. Yeah. This is like what made me be like, can I get guitar lessons? Can I play Hell guitar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's amazing. I wonder if this would be a fun karaoke song. Oh, I, I think so. I wonder if they would have it. We talked yes. about that on the Patreon last week, and I feel like, or this, I guess the one that just came out yesterday, but uh, I feel like that could be a good one. It's pretty fast, too. It's like yeah. it's short and sweet. What I should have do? done this when I was at your place last, and we did random karaoke right. in your living room, yes. <laughs> holding the uh, the remote control to the TV as a microphone. Like, yeah, weird. Julia Claire was just <laughs> on, and she was 
uh, talking about Antonio putting that together. It was uh, so funny. I, both me and Julia were like, this is not happening. There's no <laughs> way we're going to do this. Yeah. You want to hang out with Antonio. It's happening. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was great. I, I feel proud of my song choices. Hell yeah. What did you, wait, what did you pick? I chose Green Light by Lord. Great song. Right. Great song. Yeah, great I chose I Try by Macy Gray. That's a, that's a killer. And I don't remember what my third one was. So I'm going to say it was Three Small Words by Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> <laughs> also, it was funny watching them because the first time they play this song is at the beginning of the movie in a bowling alley. Yes. Signify that, you know, their career is not going well. And I was just it's like so funny that now in New York, like one of the best stand up shows is in a bowling alley. Yes. <laughs> and I was true. like, I get it. I've been mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. and one of the um, best concert venues also in a bowling alley yes <laughs> yeah, bowling bowl, is back yeah. baby <laughs> bowling is not bad <laughs> uh all right shall we hear another song from this playlist yes uh, what's next let's hear um i i put them in kind of a random order from what you said if, you, if that's okay but yeah, if you yeah. want to hear them in a specific no order. i just put them in the order they're on on the album Let's uh, hear Shapeshifter next. So yes, here, this is my favorite track. This one's great. Here's Shapeshifter. Yeah. The guitar is so good. Whatever, dude. <laughs> I thought the song was so cool. I was just like, yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy. Whatever, dude. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, on a BuzzFeed list of the best of uh, ranking the songs uh, on this uh, on this album, they put this at number seven, which I was kind of surprised No, it, it was always my favorite. It just rocks the hardest out of all of the songs. It's a fuck you song. This is a weird list, in my opinion. What's the made. top one? So top one they have here. Any any guesses? It's got to be three. It's small three words. small words. Yeah. It is not three small words. Whoa! That's what I'm saying. This is a weird list. What? Number is it one. Spin around. No, it is one from your playlist, Caitlin. Oh, which one? It is. Uh, it is pretend to be nice. So that That's one, one, actually, that I can see that argument. Yeah. Yeah. That one is, I was just listening to that one. I was like, damn, this is like a really cool progression. And I just really yeah, like that song. The yeah, chord progressions are like very musical theater. 
Yeah. Let's hear let's hear that one next. Yeah. Uh, I'll read what they write about Shapeshifter. Uh, another soundtrack song. This one rocks out while calling out a guy for being super fake. Another song that ties to the theme of the movie. This one allows you to call out all the shitty guys who have wronged you while finishing off with the nonchalance of a whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they also put best lyric as gatecrasher, rehasher. If you think that's cool, whatever, dude. So it's just the chorus. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool all right let's uh let's hear pretend to be nice which yeah, they have one. at number one and uh tommy says he understands <laughs> <laughs> i sympathize to that, to that i say whatever dude <laughs> <laughs> oh no my phone's messing up all right uh well hopefully this loads god damn it <laughs> i think that's cool whatever dude oh here we go <laughs> pretend to be nice here it is That song's fucking Ooh. awesome. It's, it's great. So good. <laughs> That's a great song. That it's like great. a little uh, slower tempo, but it like really drives, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So BuzzFeed says uh, the song that puts the pussycats on the map. It's quite possibly the perfect pop song. A plea to a shitty boyfriend to be nicer turns into a bubblegum rock song with its ooh and uh, <laughs> and still manages to feature a rad guitar solo and an awesome key change. And uh, yeah, I, it's it's great. That's an awesome song. I I I see it now too. I get it. Um, I I see where they're coming from. Great, great song. Let me see if I can find any other because I'm surprised uh, that one doesn't have more writing on it, like more uh, people writing about how good that one is. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's interesting to take a bunch of like really good songwriters that do rock and musical theater and like know their shit and write a yeah. chord progression that is like more than four chords in a in a punk rock song absolutely Damn. uh no just three small words damn uh yeah that one is that one is awesome all right i think that see. was when i looked because i was looking at like the credits i think that one was schlesinger solo writing that one which i thought I was, oh, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, explains why it's so good yep oh yeah absolutely all right <laughs> I feel like we have to hear uh, this DuJour song next. Uh, <laughs> this one's so good. DuJour is such a funny B plot line. Of yes. That's Seth Green, right? That's his it's thing. Seth Green and, uh, and, and Turk from Scrubs. Yes. Donald Faison. Yeah, Donald yeah. Faison. That's his name, yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, God, the other, was it Brecken Myers, one of the other ones too? Yeah, it was like four guys that were all in. She's all that. Uh, yeah. That's why right. they picked them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. All right, so let's hear Backdoor Lover. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> 
so stupid <laughs> i don't get what that one's about it's about um it's about like leaving your back door open you know in case there's like people in your backyard that like might sure. yeah but i bet it is so funny that joke must have gone over the heads of it definitely mm, went over mine like 90 percent of the people that saw the movie yeah. at the time yeah. like, it's definitely yeah. not a kid's song yeah exactly yeah, yeah yeah they called it i was reading like an appreciation of this movie that came out like recently and they called it like a proto uh lonely island song which i thought yeah. was oh true. Yeah. yes yes Absolutely. it does feel like that 100 percent. i was just looking for uh well, that's gone. It's also clever that they're named Dujour, you know, and yeah. and, uh, and like there's good jokes of like he's like Dujour means family. It's like that's a good joke because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it doesn't. Uh, I enjoy that. Absolutely, uh, and you were right. That is Breckin Meyer, and uh, yeah, that is. I don't know who the fourth guy is. I don't know him from anything else. I don't either. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're pretty sure it's uh, yeah. The, on this bustle article, they write backdoor lover is about um yeah you know what it's about. <laughs> why is all writing just dog shit? Um, uh, except we're pretty sure you didn't know that back in two thousand one. No. Uh, it's okay, we didn't either. Yeah, I I don't think I would have gotten that when I was a kid, and uh, definitely not in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was concerned about other things that year. <laughs> it is a movie that opens with a plane crash that came out in 2001. So maybe they Pretty do crazy. something we didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think they predicted a lot of things in that movie. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that's a very funny song. I was reading somebody who uh, I was reading an article that it's there's like a million articles, maybe because of the 20th anniversary. There's like mm-hmm. a million articles about rewatching Josie and the Pussycats. And it's like actually iconic or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I read one from someone who says it's like her favorite movie and that, uh, that she begged her parents to take her to it when she was a kid. And, uh, they did, and she's like, I can't believe they let me stay after the song Backdoor Lover. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, are they brushing their teeth? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. They better be brushing their teeth in that movie. I also didn't realize that Adam Duritz from The Counting Crows contributed to yes. this yes. And yes. Jason Faulkner from Jellyfish. Yeah, I don't know Jellyfish. I just listened to their whole album. On, I drove from Chicago back to New York, so it was a lot of full albums. Uh, yeah very cool stuff very um i want to say like circus rock weirdly like mm. op- like kind of like you know how the format has a lot of songs that are just like full orchestras and yeah yeah uh, it's kind of like that yeah tommy cool. would like that because he's a clown, <laughs> <laughs> clown. <laughs> yeah so uh the people that are listed here the album which is executive produced by kenneth babyface edmonds features songs written by adam duritz jane weedland of the go-go's and adam schlesinger uh who wrote uh that thing you do uh the band's pop punk sound was derived from th- thinking about what a female blink 182 would sound like 
Uh, other than the sheer pop music that was going on, there was a power punk thing happening with Green Day and Blink-182, that power trio. Uh, Kaplan said, we wanted that sound, but from an all-female band. They could have been a pop band, but part of our choice was to say that rock seemed to be disappearing. So for us, it was like, let's make it about a rock band that's trying to be turned into something else. All right, interesting. Um, what's this last? Oh, but Josie... Uh, whatever uh, it, uh this is a list of seven fun facts some of them aren't that fun uh all right let's hear the next song on this playlist how many do we have left actually are we are we done the last one we have no there's gotta be two i think there's two left yeah uh so i wanted to save the title for last damn it oh you don't see me is next which i apparently fucked up and put a <laughs> oh, yeah. keen song on the playlist because <laughs> yeah. it was this right is below the one sad slow song on yeah. this album I felt like it was, since they all rock so hard, I felt like I needed to include one that was slightly different. This is like, if they're trying to do Blink-182, this is the I miss you. Yes. uh, Yes. (laughs) All right. Here is uh, You Don't See Me. This is the place where I sit. This is the part where I love you too much. Is this as hard as it can? I'm getting tired of pretending I'm tough I'm here if you want me I'm yours, you can hold me I'm empty and aching Tumbling and breaking Cause you don't see me good change of pace beautiful change up that'll get you whiffing <laughs> um yeah that's a that's a good song yeah it's that. funny though there are some lyrics that i'm like that's a really nice lyric and there's some that i'm like what are you doing uh, <laughs> this is the place where i sit this is the part where i love you too much <laughs> <laughs> very silly uh, let's see here i want to see if there's any fun facts about this song but that might be too much to ask let's see i wonder if they put this on the on the list of uh top songs because i did not yeah i want to know what the worst one is or did they only they just did the top songs it's like it was like a, a ranking of them let me see if i can find it because it has now disappeared oh wait 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 there it is okay hell yeah all right so yeah, it's definitely not top three. They put spin around as the third one, by the way. Mm, uh, 
the the worst one i'll just read the whole list here number 12 du jour around the world yes by du jour agreed mm-hmm. um number 11 you don't see me by <laughs> Ooh, hush. Uh, yeah they don't say it's Anything about it being bad? Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they said this one's a bit of a yawn, but it is instrumental in exposing maker records for their evil schemes. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we got one last song here, and it's the titular uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Let's hear it. just rocks it felt it felt uh we need to play the titular track Mm -hmm. had to play it yeah had to play that That does feel it it was like a very early 2000s thing i feel like of like taking like the old theme song but now it's got updated lyrics and now Mm. it fucking slays (laughs) it's like very of the time exactly very true yeah this album just fucking rocks like every song that i left off of here i was like oh that one's so good uh spin around is great um I wish you well is like another fuck you song. Um, money is great. Yeah, I want money. Great. Yeah, don't we all? <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a good cover. I love in spin around because <laughs> in the scene of the movie when yeah they're playing it, it's the big concert, and then they yeah, have yeah, yeah. like the romantic conversation that happens literally yes. during the song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's just like in front of eighty thousand people, they have a full conversation. So uh, ridiculous. Very funny. Yeah, <laughs> very funny to watch yes oh great movie highly recommends hell yeah all right well that is the playlist so now it's time for us to move on to our next segment which is where we go to the peanut gallery the listeners of the show uh, and see what they think about this soundtrack slash film and uh first we go to the patreon you can get on the patreon for three dollars a month you get bonus episodes every friggin' week and you get your comments guaranteed to be read we can't always read all of them because we run out of time and it's a lot so uh first off uh weston says the movie was way ahead of its time and the soundtrack is definitely of its time very slick and catchy but no substance (laughs) (laughs) uh all right fair enough i think it was ahead of its time i think there's maybe some substance um (laughs) yeah not not a whole lot but some maybe a great flick uh, oh gutter car says a great flick that was seriously done a disservice due to its advertising yep absolutely yeah uh such a great cynical look at the music industry and the news in general that holds up uh well 20 years later definitely i think the the marketing was horrible for that movie because i thought it was a kid's movie too 
Um, next one here is Ali McElwee, who writes underrated film and soundtrack. Spin around, and I wish you well. Randomly pop in my head at least once a month. All right, <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, uh, did we post on Twitter? I did not. Um, I did in the last five seconds, so I'll let you know. <laughs> but I did get I did get a personal text one from uh, Connor Sullivan, past guest of the show, yeah. because he's a huge fan of this. So I reached out to him, and he just said, "Oh, baby, please stick up for my beloved spin around. It never gets enough love." And oh, yeah. we should we should end it end the podcast with that one, probably. For sure. Yeah, yeah, we can listen to that at the end. Uh, on Facebook, we got. Uh, uh, Joseph Kincaid writes incredibly underrated and way ahead of its time. Every Josie song hits. Every du jour song bangs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, Hannah Borisow says uh, super strange movie. All songs were absolute bangers though. All right. <laughs> um, Will Carey says the soundtrack is great, full of some really great songs. And Josie's singing voice is the women who sang in Letters to Cleo. We covered that, buddy. Weren't you listening? <laughs> uh, Kayla Dusso says one of my all-time favorite movie soundtracks. I tend to send the Spotify link to my sister at least once a year. Oh, I just saw on Twitter, Max Fine says, <laughs> defined my sexuality. You didn't have to read that one. <laughs> yeah, I should have that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Probably uh, the toothbrushing. <laughs> uh, Samantha Ruddy says, tied with that thing you do for best fictional band for sure. Well, we know why that is. Um, the soundtrack stands on its own and is just as good as peak letters to Cleo, in my opinion. Uh, genuinely could have played on the radio in the early 2000s. They nailed the sound. I fully agree with that. Melinda Kashner writes in all caps, Parker Posey. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's so great. Oh, Rachel Mack says, uh, I definitely still listen to the soundtrack and wish they had been a real band. <laughs> yep. Um, Gwen Sunkel says that movie is very slept on. It's delightfully sarcastic commentary on consumer culture and the music is surprisingly good. Parker Posey and Alan Rickman are fantastic in it. Uh, also, I was watching this movie the first time I kissed a girl, so it holds a special place in my heart. Oh, that's great. Wait, is Alan Rickman? No, also no she's thinking about Alan, Alan coming. coming. Alan coming. Been well, too focused on this makeout session. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you weren't even looking at the damn screen. You think Snape's up there? <laughs> snogging. Um, I'm watching uh, Love Island again. <laughs> I'm talking about snogging. Um, <laughs> Anyway, all right, that's uh, that's it for the peanut gallery. Unless anybody comes in at the buzzer on Twitter here, but I uh, I think we're good um, from what we've gotten so far from Twitter. <laughs> I think we're good. Uh, but now we are at the final segment of this show, Kaylin, which is where you get to give your thoughts, your summation of uh, your thoughts on the Josie and the Pussycats movie and soundtrack, and then we'll give a rating to this playlist. Sure. Um, I love the movie so much. I also think it's just like it really holds up and it's brilliant. Um, and this soundtrack, yeah, maybe it doesn't have a ton of lyrical substance. That wasn't the point. Uh, it fucking rocks. It rocks and it made me want to learn how to play guitar and be in a rock band. And I'm grateful to it for that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I should say, I also uh, found a quiz for like which Josie and the Pussycats member are you? Are you? <laughs> you got uh, Alexandra Cabot. I'm just going to skip. 
<laughs> I answered all the questions for you. The quiz sucked. And so uh, that's going to affect the score uh, that this playlist gets because I couldn't find a fun quiz. Uh, but I really enjoyed this playlist a lot. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. I am glad I watched the movie again in the you know in in the past year because mm-hmm. it's it's much better than I gave it credit for being. I thought it was a snooze the first time I saw it. I didn't get it. Yeah. I wasn't ready to be taught the truth about corporate America. Yeah, and so now I'm well, I'm I'm awakened to it. I I'm aware of. Uh, Crapitalism, as I like to call it, uh-huh. and so the capitalist uh, government that we live in <laughs> sucks shit. And uh, I liked the songs. I'm gonna go with a with a solid uh, 4.6 on this playlist out of six. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Like you said, the lyrical substance isn't always that strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't totally disagree with uh with the buzzfeed the buzzfeed writer about you don't see me but i did think it was pretty i'm not i'm not giving it you know nothing but i think uh, yeah yeah 4.6 i'm happy with uh tommy what do you got rosaria didn't know my hands from my feet when i was trying to drum and i just (laughs) um yeah i was thinking the same thing my my initial thought was 4.75 i thought i thought the movie was so good and i genuinely had a great time watching it today so i'm happy that you picked this topic just so i could do that um and it was fun talking about i think the songs are so good especially the, the rockers are so great um yeah three little words and uh that uh pretend to be nice i think are like genuinely great songs mm-hmm. um so yeah 4.75 i really liked it Hell cool yeah. we're right we're right next to each other there caitlin you also get to write the playlist here i'm gonna give it a solid five um <laughs> just because i believe in it so much um i would say yeah uh you don't see me is like i probably i just wanted to add something slightly different to the playlist mm-hmm. but i should have chosen probably spin around or i wish you well well, we're going to hear it anyway, so it's all Wait. good. And I'm glad that you gave us a little bit of a, you know, a change up. I, it was yeah. nice to hear the range of the soundtrack. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I, her I voice is it. so good in that song, yeah. too. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Absolutely. Um, before we play uh, Spin Around and Get Out of Here, uh, is there anything you'd like to promote on the way out, Caitlin? Yes. Um, first of all, I just released a new album called Betty Pitch. Um, that's musical comedy, but it's good. I promise. <laughs> and, uh, I'm also doing a show at, well, I'm doing lots of shows, so I'll just plug my Instagram, which is at the Caitlin cook. Caitlin is spelled C A I T L I N the Irish way. The only way, the correct way. Oh, hell, hell yeah. 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 Tommy, what you got? Uh, July 23rd, me and Luke Moniz have our next uh, monthly show at Union Hall, Boardwalk Comedy. It's going to be really fun, so get your tickets for that. And then, Tom, this is a dual plug, but yes. August 5th, Stand By Your Band Live, Union Hall. Live. Very exciting. Sweet. Hell yeah. Battle of the Bands. It's the most fun sh- show on the planet. Uh, yeah. Truly, like I can't think of a more fun thing. Every time we do it, people leave uh, very, very happy. And uh, we <laughs> Every time we do it, people leave. <laughs> people leave. They walk out, but they're happy that they are walking they're, out. They're, happy. <laughs> they have yeah, I, they're like oh, the show was at 7 30 i'm home by eight that's crazy <laughs> cool yeah no, i've done no. it before highly recommend hell yeah, yeah. super fun it's uh chaos by the end but in a good way it's controlled chaos mm-hmm. uh and uh yeah that's august 5th at union hall get tickets early because it's not a huge venue we love it there get over there and uh 
me and Caitlin have a shared plug too. Good God Comedy is at the Sultan Room. Uh, we have three dates lined up now. We've got uh, 721, 84, and 818. So August yep. 4th and August 18th and July 21st. Get out there. It's always killer lineups. You can get tickets at thesultanroom.com. Oh, I'll yeah. also be in Phoenix this very weekend at CB's uh, like comedy joint or whatever the fuck with uh, Melissa Vias and your that'll be a good time and tommy and i will also be in boise coming up in september yeah stand by your band and uh and doing stand up and stuff too so get out to all that i'm also putting out clips i just i'm finally getting around to putting out a bunch of new clips i got like 10 clips coming i finally got them captioned and shit so those look out for those on my instagram and youtube and all that shit all right uh get on the patreon thanks for listening everybody keep it crispy here's uh (laughs) spin around (laughs) 